Hi everyone and welcome back to episode 6 of the Run Culture Podcast. Today I'm back with Jess Dunsmore, one of the athletes I coach for the Run Culture Hours. Today we talk about the last 3 or 4 weeks of training, the races that Jess has done, which included a PB at the Burnley Half Marathon where he broke 70 minutes and ran a 69.52, which for his age... Um, is a fantastic time. He's only one year out of school, uh, first year um, studying engineering. Um, so it, it's an, a fantastic achievement to already run such an amazing time. It's quite exciting. And we also talk about what's ahead and, and his aims for the track season. So it's a nice interview. Uh, we're going to keep catching up every four weeks or so. So please um, uh, start to recognise Jess. Um, his name will start popping up around the place. Um, it'll be nice to follow his journey and um, be along for the ride, whether it's um, the ups and the downs, and also like to sort of um, hear the thought go- that's gone into some of the decisions we make in regards to his training and uh, why we're doing certain things. Uh, and it's also nice to hear um, just an insider's perspective on what's going on behind the scenes when it comes to some of the races that he runs. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, welcome, Jess Dunsmore. Jess Dunsmore, fresh off your 69.52 last weekend at Burnley Half. How do you feel? Oh, pretty happy with it. Uh, way better the time than what I was expecting going in so. Yeah, like well, I was expecting seventy fifty odd. So yeah, um, yeah, going under seventy, I was seeing the time crossing the line was a big surprise. Yeah, no, it was. It's um, what was one one of those runs where you mentioned yesterday on our run that you had that sense of euphoria. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we all live for those runs. Yeah, I had no idea um, how I was tracking during the race, so. Yeah, it was... Yeah, because you were watchless. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I decided it would be a better idea to run without the watch because um, lately I've been um, thinking about pace too much or looking at my watch too much during races. So. Was that, that was down with um, the Ballarat 15k... Uh, several weeks before Burnley, you wore your watch and uh, uh, thought about the pace a fair bit. Uh, yeah, I was a bit disappointed after the race, so yep. um, decided um, might as well um, avoid uh, the negative thinking that comes with it. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a, a great great tactic and um you sort of miscounted the laps as well because of it oh uh, yeah <laughs> but that was a good thing because yeah, i had no idea um how long i'd been running so yeah. two laps in i don't know felt like i'd been running pretty long so yeah decided to pick it up and try and um bring it home uh, <laughs> but got through that third lap of the full lap course and saw no one was turning to the finish <laughs> but 
that ended up helping my time in the end anyway. Yeah, so for anyone who hasn't done the Burnley course, it's uh, multiple laps of uh, this, uh, what would you say, 1,500 out, 1,500 back, 1,500 out the other way, 1,500 back yeah. along the Yarra River in, in Bur- that, yeah. Burnley, uh, just outside of Kevin Bartlett uh, footy oval. And uh, so it meant that you you went too early, but it wasn't too early in the end. It, it, it probably made you go a bit better. Uh, yeah, well, I probably wouldn't have even thought of um, picking up the pace halfway. <laughs> Yep. Otherwise, because the half marathon is such a um, new event to me. So. Yeah. Um, and passing people on that third lap, I sort of got into a um, good headspace, just picking people off. Yeah, it built, built your confidence up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all the positive reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, talk, talk us through that. It, like it was we were a bit in two minds about a month before the event on whether you should do it or not and then we just committed and thinking that it'd be good for you just in the winter to do some strength work like this uh it's a new event for you obviously and um uh you did the devil bend one as well um once we decided okay let's do burnley when you ended up doing devil the devil bend half marathon as Um, well fun run yeah just in the lead up to try and get an idea of um, what that distance feels like. So um, at Devil Bend, around 76 minutes, which um, helped make the Burnley time better because it was such an improvement. But then again, Devil Bend is um, a trail run, so... Yeah. It was pretty muddy and slippery. You fell over a couple of times, didn't you? Uh, yeah, slid out around a couple of corners. <laughs> yeah. Covered in mud. Um, yeah. Coming through the finish. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, look, I think that was a good introduction because you got the win, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, ended up um, pulling away. Yeah. Um, about five k's in, which is pretty good. Yeah. yeah how, um. Where where the run culture. <laughs> yeah, it's good seeing the run culture singlet uh, first across the line. Yeah. And then the the owl the owl um, owl celebration um, a little bit after the line. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't come into play. Um, got too embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good. Um, I was glad to see it um, uh, in isolation after. <laughs> and then uh, tell listeners about some of the sessions we did in the build-up to try to get you used to the longer distances that you're just not used to yet. So what was um, probably the one that you felt like gave you the most confidence? Um, yep, at uh, Seaford Wetlands, I, with you I did a... Uh, three by three kilometer session with um i think it was jogger k uh, uh i can't remember I th- yeah it was a jogger k, jogger k yeah recovery. really slow yeah. yeah it was a horrible day yeah it was yeah. super windy but um it was a 
bigger session than what I'd be used to. Yeah. And the times were um, within the splits we were aiming for. So yeah, that was the biggest confidence builder. Well, yeah, and uh, we ended up. What did we end up doing? Like nine forty five with the wind and then jogger k and then it was i think about 10 minutes flat into the wind which was so hard yeah i think i was planning to do four but after that one i was like no i'll just do three and and then um with the wind 9 14 the finish so yeah yeah, what's that a 45 second um deficit between the second and the third rep uh but all at a pretty specific pace for you because as it turns out you end up doing the half marathon at Burnley in about three nineteen, so um, yeah. yeah, like um, worked out okay. pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And then um, was, there was another session I was um, I put in there as well, um, just adding a twenty minute tempo at the back end of uh, your long run, which you'd, you'd never really done any sort of tempo. Um, work in your long runs um, tell us about how that how you found that one um, yeah I enjoyed um, enjoyed the session it was difficult um, and that one was just before Ballarat um, like it's a session that would be good to do more yeah um, long term if yeah. I start moving towards longer distances yeah but um yeah it was just a introduction yeah, yeah 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 and look it might, it might be um along with the um you being new to the 15k and the half marathon and then you know um learning the events that that long run the week before Ballarat might have also been why you were a bit tired for Ballarat too uh, yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't feel too fatigued going in, but yeah, I can always be a poor judge of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think most runners can like uh, we all we all sort of um, are used to pushing, and um, sometimes it takes someone else to tell tell you, oh look, you you might need a you might be you know you might need an easier day or <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that that that's um, I suppose um. I think that I really like how you, you use Ballarat and, and then we changed a few things. And I think we tapered a lot more for Burnley and, and tried to freshen up just to make sure um, that wasn't the same case. And then and then your whole watch idea was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Then, yeah. Okay, so now um, after Burnley, um, tell listeners about what happened and, and what we've done sort of the last uh, uh, week and a half after. Uh, yep. yeah. I pulled up pretty sore from the half um, with um, a pain just under my right forefoot yep. um, which I've had in the past mildly um, but so we decided we'd just monitor it and jog until it was feeling at a good enough point to um start doing a session yep so um it's i think nine days since the half and just jogged every day since then but now it's nearly feeling 100 percent. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just going to do a lighter week and um, sort of train within yourself this week um, as well. Um, uh, so that just to make sure and, and treat these, these two weeks after the half as a bit of a breather um, before you start sort of building up for the Vic 5k champs, which um, I did the maths um, just the last couple of days is eight weeks away. So yep. it's kind of a good time to have a bit of a down period and rest and recover, recuperate, and then um, we'll change change um, track a little bit and start aiming for the for the shorter stuff. So the 3k like at Milers Club and the, and the 5k. What are your thoughts there? We've um, I think we, we covered it a little bit last episode, uh, but what were you hoping to aim for in the in the 5k and and 3k? Uh, remind listeners. Um. Well, in the 5K champs, the goal is sub-15 minutes. Nice. And in the 3K, sub-8 minutes 40 Yep. Um, in the lead-up. Yep. So, um, which is good because I feel challenged by those goals. So. Yeah. And I think they're perfect goals. Um, everyone's got their barriers. Um, so I've sort of gone through planning the next eight weeks of training and obviously these two weeks are down weeks um but uh definitely started to try to start including a bit more speed into each week um which we'll talk about maybe in a month's time and and what we've done to try to um go from cross-country training to more more um aiming for these shorter events um and then a a few 5k specific um sessions as well uh so um also you're doing the tan relays this weekend uh yeah um yeah i'll go up and do the relay with frankston yep Uh, should be um uh, hopefully it's um get out a decent run yeah um it won't be a goal racer just a good hit out Yeah, yeah yep just part of the process yeah. Nice. And uh, I probably wanted to also touch over, like, with your winter training. We mentioned that in the very first episode of the Run Culture podcast um, that you'd increased your volume this winter. Obviously, you'd done the half marathons um, and the 15K at Ballarat. Uh, what else have you done during the week in regards to doubles over um. winter? Yeah, so introduced doubles for the first time. Um, it was eighteen weeks ago. <laughs> um, yep. So started off pretty conservative, just getting into the routine. Um, three ten minute jogs on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So days we normally do sessions. Yep. And then increase each. Um, double by a minute each week. Yeah. So starting at 10 minutes, that's pretty small, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just a couple laps around the block. Um, yeah. It's starting to get a bit longer now. Which is yeah, yeah, up, up to 28, 28 minutes now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and before this year, had you done many doubles or? Uh, none. Yeah. So, um, like if um 
anything's feeling awful, um, feeling a bit overdone or something, it's probably we've um, modified training by dropping the doubles first, which has yeah. been good. Yeah. yeah, it's normally been the first first uh, training session that we've just got rid of. Um, and there's been quite a number of weeks where we've gone, okay, you don't need to do doubles this week or let's maximise how much recovery you get. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I like how we've done it, how we've just gradually built it uh, one, one minute uh, per week. And, um, yeah, you're up to 28 minutes now, so that's a whole heap yeah. different than 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <a> slow build. <laughs> and uh, which I, I think... Um, once we get up to 30 minutes, we will cap that. And, and then you're pretty much um, just uh, plateau with your volume really for the rest of the year because um, there's been enough changes there and, and let the body accommodate. And uh, now we'll focus more on the, on the track season and the speed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This should be um, work out, work out to the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> No, that's great. That's a great update. I think we've covered uh, the main thing. I was pretty excited to share with everyone that half marathon PB. Uh, I thought it deserved a podcast. <laughs> and yeah, I was yeah. pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is quite awesome when you see someone who's put in so much work over the winter achieve a goal like that. And it was pretty special, really. Like, um, especially given it was one of your first first real shots um at it uh so no it's exciting jess yeah yeah looking forward to getting to the track stuff yeah nice we'll leave it there and um we'll go do some gym because we've been at it um for a while now uh, with the podcast um but i i suppose we'll do another episode sort of um as we get more into track training and uh and another four or five weeks and maybe just before um, the 3K and the 5K uh, races that we're aiming for um, early November. Sounds good. Nice, mate. Okay.